You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. What's up? Good evening. How is thou? Oh, thou is wonderful. Me too. I'm getting over my cold. I'm feeling better. It's been a been a good week. It's been a good week. Yeah. You want to know a secret? Yo. This is the Lucko Room Sports <laughs> Media Podcast. <laughs> I guess it's what I wanted to know. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt, and we're back after. A week of life. Yeah, uh, another work yeah. week gone. Another yeah, week another, we're gone. Another forty years to do it. So let's keep going. <laughs> you have a good, uh, good week. Sounded yeah. like you were fighting off a cold. Felt like yeah. I was as well, but I think everybody's gotten the crud. Who knows anymore? Anybody has? <laughs> Not COVID, right? I don't. Just, I don't know. Or just I get it. Care. Just get it to yeah. get it over with. Or yeah. Uh, I don't know, whatever. Um, one thing I did want to point out really quick to our listeners is something new to, I guess, our brand is we have a TikTok page now where yeah. um, we'll be pulling old clips, uh, past clips from podcasts where we'll um, make short little clips, <laughs> post them to TikTok and you don't want to listen to the whole podcast go over there and check it out at the lecker room just like the twitter page so um do it so yeah the lecker room it's 7 33 on thursday night it's december 9th 2021 uh podcast shout out uh happy birthday taylor keniston he turned 24 on the 6th which is also God, he's my... old yeah yeah God. <laughs> Hey, we were all we're both older than him though. <laughs> yeah, I know. God, yeah, but he's older, you know, because he's he's just old. He's just old. Well, he's the yeah. dad, so makes yeah. it seem like he's older, I guess. And yeah. he's engaged. So congrats. yeah, I saw that. Congrats to him. Him and uh, Kendra getting engaged a couple weeks back. So makes uh, makes me and you. Uh, I mean, how do you feel about that? Make you feel like a piece of shit? <laughs> um, mixed feeling, but no, I'm happy for Taylor. But uh, no, but I mean. Come. Not, not that I'm not happy for Taylor. It's just like uh, all your friends are getting engaged and still just kind of hanging out, huh? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm the same way. I think, I think only like three of my friends are. I mean, Brick. But it's it's gonna and... start that domino effect. Yeah, I, I know. Maybe just Brick and Hagen are engaged. That's about it. Huh? That's so that's three for me, I guess. Yeah. But then you got the rest of us who are, as far as I know, you're still single, right? Or are you? Uh... Yeah. I'm single. Still single. Yeah. Seems to be a theme here. (laughs) All right. Um, You want to do the other shout out? Yeah. uh, In the news, it's just we're not a politics show, but she's just from Kansas. Long time retired Senator Bob Dole died. He's from Russell, Kansas. He served in the Senate for in Congress for 27 years. My mom actually met him multiple times because she's from Russell's and Russell's only like 25 five miles from Hayes so that was cool he was 98 served in World War II uh got two purple hearts 
and a bronze star. So all the way out in Russell, Kansas, he was the 1996 Republican. Um, he ran for president against Bill Clinton, obviously lost, but still cool. He had a cool story all the way out from Western Kansas and to move that high into a uh, politics from Kansas. Mm-hmm. So regardless, uh, rest in peace to him and uh, just a cool story. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, let's go ahead and do this rundown. Um, I don't know how long this, this podcast could go anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, but uh, I think we're going to go ahead and skip the coaches archives and the top five. We'll save that for next week. Uh, a little, a uh, little tidbit about our podcast next week. It's a really special episode for you listeners. We're going to bring on all three of our guests that we've had on the podcast. And it's just going to be one big old, for lack of better words, it's going to be a shit show. So a um, lot of, uh, I don't want to say yelling or during the pod, a lot of excitement going to go, go on during that podcast. So we'll, we'll go ahead and save the coaches archives and our top five um, for next week. And then we're going to go ahead and talk about the bowl game, uh, Kansas state, uh, playing LSU in the Texas Bowl on January 4th. Very cool. Um, we'll go ahead and run that down and give our predictions. Um, a little bit of the coaching carousel. We're probably a couple weeks behind on that. Uh, other sports, we're going to cover some K-State basketball. They played two games since our last podcast. And then finish it out with some blanket and quilt news. Yeah. So... Um, no coaches archives. Let's go ahead and jump into the K-State bowl game on uh, January 4th. Like I said, K-State matching up with the uh, 2019 national champions, LSU Tigers who are having a down year for sure. But uh, Matt, what do you, what do you think about that matchup? Uh, we've only played LSU once in the history of Kansas state. So it'll be an interesting matchup. Yeah. Um, I'll actually do some rundown. I have, I've been thinking about this. LSU is LSU. Um, it'll be fun to beat them. I think this is a great stage because that is the last bowl game before the national championship. And uh, quite honestly, I I think it's a good it's a good opportunity for K State to win it because number one, you're playing LSU. Brian Kelly is a new coach up there. He'll he'll be at the game watching, obviously. And I think it'd be a good recruiting pitch because when you beat LSU, LSU is a known name. Um, it's on, it's on a Tuesday night, and again, it's the last bowl game before the national championship, so that's the only football game on. So I think it could have a great audience on national television, and I think a lot of people will watch it because there's no other football on besides that bowl game. And it's on Tuesday, and there's no football games regardless on that Tuesday. So I think K-State better make a statement and beat them because they are obviously very beatable. They finished 6-6, six and six, but they're still an SEC-caliber team, so I think it's going to be a good challenge, but... I think it could be a good recruiting pitch. Like, hey, this is the team that Chris Kleiman, they beat LSU in that bowl game, and that was just right at the start of the Brian Kelly era. So I think it's a good opportunity for K-State. Yes, absolutely. And, and of course, um, that game being the um, last game in the bowl schedule, like you said, will bring a pretty good viewership uh, on the TV. But I think K-State's going to travel very well for this game. Yeah. Um, not having that bowl game last year will – Regardless, nobody could really travel to games last year for the situation or surrounding the whole United States. But um, having a bowl game this year, having a better bowl game as far as I'm concerned, Houston's probably a better drive uh, for K-State fans and LSU fans uh, as well, heading over to Houston and the uh, Houston Texans football stadium. Uh, Second time K-State has played 
in this bowl game. Um, the last time was 20, the 2016-2017 season. Um, K-State beat Texas A&M. Uh, and Texas A&M, who beat Alabama this year, beat uh, got beat by LSU. So Yeah, they're good. I mean, they're just having down here. I mean, they can beat anybody. You could always play that that game where uh, LSU beats A&M, A&M beats Alabama. If K-State beats LSU, that means K-State is greater than Alabama, right? Yeah. yeah we, could totally, <laughs> dude, we could totally beat Alabama. Totally. Uh, oh, um, yeah, it'll be a fun game. Uh, definitely a better a, a better setting for the Wildcats than the Liberty Bowl. Um, cannot tell you how much more excited I am that we are not playing the Liberty Bowl. Um, Thank that, God. That, that last loss against Texas definitely hurt our chances of being in a better bowl game. But I think, um, I think the you know the pick that we got was pretty good against LSU. So looking like forward, prestige. yes. Um, hopefully, so as far as the quarterback situation goes, um, I haven't heard anything new. Do you think that Skylar Thompson will play in the bowl game? I think he'll play, even if he's still kind of hurt. I mean, let's be honest. He's probably not going to go to the pros. I mean, he's, he's just not. Yeah. If it's your last game and you're semi-hurt, just I mean, you think you can play, go ahead and play. Leave it all on the field. And uh, I think if he plays, we have a good shot at it. And I will do a fun fact that this is actually K-State's third appearance in the bowl, Texas Bowl. They played in the first ever Texas Bowl in 2006 under Ron Prince against got killed against Rutgers. So, well, we have a one-on-one uh, record in Texas Bowl. So, uh, but regardless, I think Skyler will play. So, yeah, and just leave it all on the field. I mean, honestly, uh, in my opinion, a hurt Skyler is better than anything else we have at quarterback right <laughs> yeah. now. I mean, the OU game is is uh, is uh, enough evidence to prove that. I mean, he was he was not a hundred percent then and threw for what was it, two hundred fifty, three hundred yards that game. Yeah, they're um, good. So. Hopefully we can have Skylar Thompson. And then uh, uh, another thing that came out, the uh, all Big 12 teams, we had uh, uh, Felix and Udike Uzama uh, and Cooper Beebe were the first, first team all Big 12. And then Deuce Vaughn was on second team. He got beat out by the Texas running back, which was kind of disappointing Yeah, um, from the Big 12. I don't, under- I don't understand why Deuce wasn't on the first team. He was clearly – He was clear – well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> true um he was clearly our best running back uh, or our best offensive player all season oh, easily catching balls oh, yeah. are the, he was our best wide receiver he was our best running back and hell if he would have been throwing the ball he would have been our best quarterback at quarterback, yeah <laughs> so those came out today i think um our safety yeast got honorable mention big 12 um and Felix got co-defensive uh, lineman of the year. So a lot of alkalades getting thrown around for some Wildcats. A little, some good good things happening in the K-State football program. So um, anything else you want to talk about the bowl game? I mean, we'll be touching on it probably every podcast leading up to it. Um, but They have LSU as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean, that's – Oh, really? I, I'm not surprised. I mean, no. they take the SEC team, so – yeah, SEC always gets favored of the Big Twelve. Um, yeah, okay. Do you know what's the over under? I don't. Know. I don't know that. They just said two and a half favorite. Well, look at that, hasn't hit any of the over. I mean, overs or anything. They, so been, I'm not going to yeah. worry about. It. <laughs> Let's see, forty six and a half. So, yeah, Wildcats are two and a half point underdogs against LSU. 
over under is 46 and a half. I don't know if they can get it. You got you got to hammer the under, right? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, they're not going to Was it wasn't the I think it was the Baylor game was like 47 points in, no. in the where it was no, it was it was less, right? It was like 40 points. Or no, the the, the over under was like 40 points. So yeah. they they kept hitting the under, so then the under the over under for every K-State game K-State game kept going down. And then even that game the over-under was 40, and the final score was, what, 20 to 10? Yeah, we scored 30. Like, what the hell? <laughs> so, um, and then any uh, – do you want to talk about any of those players transferring? I'm not surprised, especially at the running back position. They had some good backups, Joe Irvin and the right guy. Um, Wright was tall and mm-hmm. thick and just – it's just – it's disappointing but then again, I mean, that's just the culture of college football now. It's the theme. I mean, if they're not going to start or get a lot of snaps, they're going to go somewhere else. It's just what it is, and it's kind of sad. But uh, I guess that's just what the college football environment is. We just got to go get – we got to go use a transfer portal as well. You we can't – I mean, we're going to lose guys, but we also got to gain guys. Just like right. the rumor, Adrian Martinez, Mike, there's a good chance he'll come to K-State. to maybe. I mean, he's going to be better than what we have. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I think that would be a really like a dynamic duo between Deuce and, and Adrian Martinez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they would be doing the RPO option all the time, and it would work as long as long as Adrian Martinez doesn't turn the ball over, which is what he will. He struggled with at Nebraska, so yeah. I wouldn't mind having him on the team. I know my dad would love him to be on K State because he's just happy he's not in Nebraska anymore. <laughs> yeah, my dad's a Nebraska fan, so. No, I would I would like to see it, but to, to back to those other transferring players. I mean, it's it, it's kind of it was kind of gonna happen. I mean, Deuce is only gonna be a junior next year. Yeah. And so these guys already weren't seeing a lot of touches. I mean, Irvin was seeing a fair amount, to be honest. He was fast. And he, he was, was I liked I liked him in the backfield. I mean, if Deuce wasn't our team, he would have been our number one running back, but he's good enough to play anywhere else. Um the the new transfer portal rules, like where you can just transfer where you can just transfer, um, you don't have to wait out of here. It's basically think, a free agency. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it turns it into like an AAU program, and that's the NBA, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> so, free agency, like, hey, you, you wanna, if you're not playing at Ohio State, do you want to come to Iowa State or K-State, you'll start. Okay, I, I'll go do I, that. I kind of wonder what the rules are with, like, talking to other players. Like, say, you know, say KU sees some K-State player that's not playing and says, hey, in the middle of the season, hey, you want to come play at KU? Is I don't there... know exactly. I'm sure there are certain rules because it's during you're in season. Right. I don't, I don't know. What do they call it in the pros? Uh, like pandering or or is it pandering? Uh, no, I don't think pandering is the right word. Um, they do it all the time in the NBA. Uh, LeBron's a pretty big culprit of it, where he's like trying to recruit players to come to his team. Yeah. Um, before <laughs> the free agency opens up, but um, I'll have to I'll have to look up that word, but um anyway that's k-state football Um, we still got a month until the football game so um in the meantime we'll talk a little bit about k-state basketball but first we're going to do um some bowl rundowns yeah oh do we need to mention uh messingham and jake uh offensive coordinator they got oh that's true yeah 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 so kansas state's offensive coordinator courtney messingham and the tight ends coach what was his name Jason Ray. So they are both 
relieve other duties. And Colin Klein is going to take over at play calling for the bowl game as an interim offensive coordinator. So we'll see um, how he does. What, I'm excited yeah. for Colin. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think uh, maybe he'll quarterback sneak know. it because that's all he did. <laughs> I know. Maybe we'll uh, be a little smarter. And I, I don't know. It's either going to go really good or really bad. I, I can't get a good feel of it, but um, I do love Colin Klein. Uh, as a player, he was one of my favorite players to watch growing up. And uh, yeah, I hope he does well as a coordinator uh, at the bowl game. So, and can help our team get a game, uh, a win in a bowl. So, um, but so, yeah. I think, I think we're all happy that uh, Messingham's gone for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. What, do you, what do you think? <laughs> He's, uh, I mean, give it to Kleiman if you watched his video on it. That's what him and Messing Hammer, lifelong best friends, same town, grew up in the same town. It took him a week to decide, but he mm-hmm. did a professional, it's all professional and just business. And he did what's best for the program. I honestly think that's what was best for the program because Messingham had some questionable calls, not necessarily all the time, but just in questionable situations. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, just goes around the Nate, just goes around and just calls football. Um, it's a business, and uh, K State has two coaching vacancies that are need filled, and hopefully, we get some not only good coaches but great, good recruiters because K State needs to really up their recruiting. So, uh, we'll see yeah. what happens. Mm-hmm. But excited for uh, Coach Colin Klein to maybe he'll just take over duties and they'll hire two on assistants, and who knows what'll happen. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder if the boosters are like he can't fire Colin Klein. You're like you're, we'll pull our money if you fire him. <laughs> I think I think he's honestly a good recruiter because he can sell yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's talk a little bit about uh, bowl games and predictions. Uh, I don't want to go through all of these, but let's just touch on the um, ones that the Big Twelve is involved in. So um, December twenty eighth, the the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, it, Texas Tech, the six and six Texan. Texas Tech Red Raiders uh, versus Mississippi State at seven and five. Mike Leach versus the Red Raiders. Um, who do you got in that? Oh man, I gotta go with Mike Leach. I gotta. He, he's a weird butt, but uh, he, air raid offense. I think they'll beat Tech. I think Tech will give him a fight. But mm-hmm. uh, speaking of that, go ahead. Um, Matt Wells, the old coach, there's rumors that he might be our OC. So uh, who knows? I, I would like that. I wouldn't mind yeah. it at all. Yeah. Uh, congrats to Texas Tech for making a bowl game after yeah. um, dismal start to the Big 12 season and firing their coach. So yeah, halfway through the year when you're five and three. Mm-hmm. So big, big deal for them. Hope. And, and of course, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I think you feel the same way as, as we go through these big 12 bowl games. I mean, we're rooting for big 12 teams to win. Yeah. I mean, we, we like the big 12. We think it's the pure it's football and it's purest form almost. Um, and it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's a lot of good people that, that are in the big 12. It's not a bunch of arrogant people, um, good crowds, great, great atmospheres for football. Um, except for KU. So <laughs> yeah, sorry, Josh, but <laughs> Okay, uh, December twenty eighth, the guaranteed rate, uh, guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix, uh, Minnesota eight and four versus West Virginia six and six. Ooh, I gotta go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with hmm. Minnesota's. T- they've always been tough. It's in, but it's in Phoenix though. I. It's a night game. It's at ten fifteen. It's such a weird location for both those schools too. 
Yeah, they go to pretty much a, go to clear other side of the nation. That, especially that West game Virginia. Is, that game's not going to have any fans. <laughs> I think I bet Minnesota wins. Big Ten, I, they're eight and four. I, I was thinking West Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, West Virginia did not have like the best year for sure. As yeah. for like a West Virginia, typically they're a high powered offense, and they didn't impress me very much this year. Um, they did have some key wins, like they beat Texas and I don't know who else. KU. Yeah, they beat Texas Tech, right? Yeah, they did. Um, I forgot to say my one before. I'm going to take Tech over Mississippi State. Really nice. I'll take Tech. They've been playing better. Um, next one, the one we were hoping we could have gotten, but we screwed up our last two weeks. The Cheez It Bowl in Orlando, Florida. Clemson nine and three versus Iowa State seven and five. Oh, Clemson, easy. Yeah, <laughs> hammer Clemson. Iowa State is terrible right now. Yeah. They're fortunate enough to get seven wins. They, they're not that great. I think if we would have played them again, we would have beat them. Especially when we get, especially when we went on that four game winning streak. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving along. December 29th, Alamo Bowl, Oklahoma ten and two versus Oregon ten and three. I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. They, Oregon they got, got sloshed in the in the conference championship against Utah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got beat. I, I, Twice this year against Utah, they got crushed Bob, both times. Bob Stoops is interim coach that game. I think they'll be fired up because right. I mean, I think they're just motivated. I think Oklahoma will beat them. Link, Lincoln Riley really pissed off a fan base. But the funniest part about the whole situation is, OU fans today don't realize that that uh, happened to K State. They almost won the Natty. Yeah, exactly. Don't even get us started, guys. Yeah. Don't even get us started. So, um. Let happens me, to everybody. Let me hold your tissue box, OU fans. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you got uh, a bad coach regardless. Like yeah, you got Brent, exactly. You got Brent Venables. Freaking like, A, for, man. You're yeah. OU football. You're going to get the recruits. You're going to get the coaches. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll take OU as well. And then I think that's the last one um, as far as the Big 12 besides Kansas State and LSU. Of course, I'm going to take Kansas State. Kansas State's big-time game. Gonna be a big time oh, crowd. We forgot the Sugar Bowl, Baylor. Oh Ole yeah, Miss. sorry, sorry, sorry. I haven't gotten to that yet. Um, so yeah, uh, the Sugar Bowl, number seven, Baylor versus number eight, Ole Miss in New Orleans on January first, New Year's Day. I'm gonna go with Baylor. I think Dave Aranda has them going. I think they're hot. Um, even though that I think if Iowa State would have ran a court, I mean if Oklahoma State would have ran a uh, quarterback sneak, they're four times on the one yard line. Apparently it's not. Apparently it's so hard to get in. Don't even that get was, me start on that. That's that, just the theme this year, isn't it? That was the worst sequence of play calling I have ever seen in my life. Besides and messing they, hams, and they still came up like two inches An short. Inch. You couldn't quarterback sneak it four times, fall forward. That's all you gotta do. Um, speaking of Baylor, I, I'll choose Baylor. Uh, speaking of Oklahoma State, I mean, um, they're playing Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. They were two inches away from being in the national champ or in the college football playoff. Uh, yeah. Regardless of what people think, uh, Kirk, did you see Kirk Herbstreit's tweet about, oh, you guys, yep, about I'm people tired, bitching and stuff? How like do you guys yeah. bitching and complain that a group of five team can't make the, the final four or whatever? And I'm just like, Kurt, you realize Oklahoma State scores that touchdown. They are literally two inches away. 
I'm not. They probably would have. They would have got picked over Cincinnati. Let's be honest. Like you're not. You're not going to leave out Georgia after losing the SEC game, regardless. Championship. And how game dominant regardless. Georgia's been? Because Georgia, yeah. I mean, Georgia is a top four team. They're just they're just that one slip up. And then Alabama beat the crap out of them, and they're they're eleven or twelve and one or whatever they are now. You're not going to leave them out with one loss. Nope. You're no. never going to leave out Alabama. They, yeah. I mean, Auburn really screwed the whole thing up by not beating them in week 12 or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, it would have been way easier. Uh-huh. But uh, Oklahoma State saved Cincinnati's season by coming up two inches short. But yeah, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, 1 p.m. on January 1st in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma State. You are? Yeah. Notre Dame just lost uh, their coach. Um, he's going down to LSU, so Notre Dame's probably scrambling for – some consistency there and I think uh, it'll be close I'm gonna go to OK State also I think yeah. I think they'll be pissed off and ready to go I think Gundy, Mike Gundy will get them going I think they'll beat them um okay yeah and I I love Mike Gundy I think he's a great coach he's he's always got his players prepared now whether they execute or not or you know even like a coaching blunder like in the big 12 championship game that's bound yeah. to happen um yeah. but I I I I think Oklahoma State wins that game um and- We'll get yeah. more to detail. Uh, we'll do a full pick them with Brick, Eric, and Josh next week. Give yep. out scores and maybe bet. But uh, no, it's <laughs> oh, exciting. I think we should bet. <laughs> I think that'd I, be yeah, fun. Um, um, no, I think it's exciting. Bowl, um, bowl season. A lot of teams. Hopefully, the Big Twelve shows up and has a good bowl season. So, yep. and uh, we don't have we don't have to get our predictions yet. But the college football playoff number two versus number three, Michigan versus Georgia, and the Orange Bowl and number one Alabama versus the future. Big 12 member Cincinnati. So in the Cotton Bowl. Um, Let's go, Cincinnati. Yeah, Alabama. Alabama, uh, dude, Alabama's going to be the crap out of them. You realize? I know, that, right? I, know, I know, but like, America loves the underdog. I'm, I'm, oh, Cincinnati's, I, yep. like, I'm Cincinnati's biggest fan right yep. now. Absolutely. Bearcats. They're, they're, they're not Wildcats, they're Bearcats. <laughs> Whatever that is. The Bearcat. Yeah. Man, big. <laughs> okay. Um, Moving on, moving on. The coaching carousel really quickly. Um, obviously, Lincoln Riley messing everything up down in Norman, Oklahoma. He is off to USC to be their next head coach. Um, kind of a scummy way if, if I were Can, would I, uh, can I comment on that real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's be honest. I, I, you could have a different opinion. Do you think, and I, and I obviously think this, Lincoln Riley might, see the right, might have seen the writing on the wall. Oh, yeah. As enjoying the SEC. Because let's be honest, he's going to USC. Lincoln Riley's a good recruiter, good, I mean, great offensive mind. He's going to turn him around. He'll, he'll do good in the Pac 12, let's be honest. And he probably saw the right on the wall like, I'm not going to win that much in the SEC. It's going to be way more competitive. Why not go USC, turn them around, and win the Pac 12 every year mm-hmm. or be in the Pac 12 championship every year? I mean, it's USC. You're going to get the, you're still going to get the best athletes. Yeah, who what what 18-year-old doesn't want to go play in Southern California for a proven winner as a coach? Yeah. Um USC is probably gonna turn things around. I, I agree with you. Um, this definitely to the fact that I don't like you said, I don't think OU is gonna do very well wherever they end up in the SEC, whether they split up divisions or whatever. But if they're in the SEC uh West, I mean they have to play Alabama. Um well, Ole Miss, right? Arkansas. Yeah, none of, none of them are easy. <laughs> no, it's not going to be tough. Um, I don't like to. I don't like to give the SEC very much props when it comes to anything. But 
to be to be as unbiased as possible, the SEC has some really good football all around, and Smash especially mouth. especially that division. Um, I don't know. I don't think OU has the ability to to win a championship year after year like they did in the Big Twelve. No, no. So you're definitely right about that. Um, I will agree, and we'll we'll see what happens in the in the coming uh, years. So. Um, and then Brian Kelly, as we've alluded to before, to LSU, leading, leaving Notre Dame without a coach. Um, have, have we heard anything about that since? Never, I don't think it's so. A D, it's a D coordinator. Marcus Freeman is the head coach now. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then uh, Brent Venables filling in for Lincoln Riley uh, starting next season. So it's a big, a big hire for OU. And he's a, he's a K-Stater. So uh, yep. hopefully yep. he does. I mean, I don't I mean, I like the guy, but. I hope he does okay. I mean, Snyder approved. Bill Snyder commented mm-hmm. on it, said he's really happy yep. for him. So hopefully, Brent, his first head coaching gig. So hopefully, he does okay. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, that's coaching carousel. Let's move along to other sports. Um, Kansas State basketball. A couple of. Um, Exciting basketball games, uh, one over the weekend, a big, big win over Wichita State over the weekend. I think it was, what, 64 to 58 was the final? 64 to 59 or 65-59. So a huge, huge win on Sunday. And then, of course, last night, a very, very disappointing loss. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking, heartbreaking loss to Marquette. Because we were Um, better. They were better. Uh, Bruce had them going in the first half. They were only down by one at the half. I think they had a lead of about five or six at one point, and then Marquette just kept uh, coming back. Shaka Smart, the former Texas head coach, is now the head coach Marquette. at Marquette. Um, uh, Marquette just played better down the stretch. K-State hung in there. Uh, Mike McGurl with that huge three to keep it within one with about 20 seconds left. Uh, Marquette goes down and misses a free throw. And I don't know. that. Do you want to touch on that last possession? <laughs> <sighs> I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to talk about the possession. I think Bruce, they had a good game plan. If you watched throughout that game, K-State missed some easy layups and mm-hmm. missed a lot of free throws. Um, it's kind of oh. heartbreaking because K-State was a better team. It's kind of reminded me of the Texas football game. Like, we were just better. And mm-hmm. it just it's just disappointing. Um, I hope this doesn't show the theme of the season because K-State's right there. But then again, we talked about this in other episodes. We're tired of K-State just being right there. We need to win them. We need to mm-hmm. win them. Absolutely. I mean, if it, it, but if the Wichita State game is any indication of what we are capable of, and even yeah. the Marquette game, I mean, yeah. we, clearly we were the better team in both both games. Unfortunately, ended up in a one and one split of the of the week. Um, but you know, if, if K-State wins the game last night, I mean, we're looking at a bubble team for the NCAA tournament. Um, but like you said, we we kind of shot ourselves in the foot. Um, I know Marquez Noel, which I, I love Marquez Noel. He's a very athletic point guard, makes some really good passes, but he also makes some really bad passes. Yeah. Uh, he had three turnovers last night. I think McGurl had three turnovers, and I think maybe Selton Miguel had like two. So we had uh, eight of our 11 turnovers were between three guys, so can't have that. Um, but clean up a couple of those things and, you know, K State, if you know if they can start the Big Twelve season hot, I think they got three or four non-con games left. 
but uh, if they can if they can go on a pretty good run at the start of the Big 12 season, they can make a case for a uh, for a Big 12 or for an NCAA tournament bubble team. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, they look better though. I will say that. Yeah. They they look-, they look like they are actually playing as a team now. Um, the last two games they've been, you know, I think I sent, I shot out a tweet one day where we were just chucking up three balls. And um, I think I mentioned on the last podcast actually is where, you know, we have a motion Bruce, Bruce runs the motion offense, um, which, which I hate, which, which it's not, a, it's an outdated offense for sure. <laughs> but um, you know, the, the point of the motion offense is to get the ball moving, get some picks and screens um, everybody's moving around doing something well previously everybody's dribbling around basically making the motion offense you know non-existent you can't run the motion when one person's just dribbling uh, but the last two games they have been utilizing those screens and rolls casey Ziego getting a bunch of open dunks um it looks like they're playing together so yeah um i don't know maybe bruce has got something going um him and pete the cat uh <laughs> in his yeah. white shoes so i think that that sparked a little life in the team. And um, if you don't know about that, go and find that on Twitter. I'm sure it's posted on. Do you like those lavender jerseys? I, I, I like them a lot, actually. Back to the eighties. Yeah. I think we should use them more. Like even I saw some uh, football uniforms designed with the lavenders. And I think those would be cool. Like, yeah. like wearing all, but of course we don't really ever have alternates for football. So I don't know. I think it'd be cool. But um, that's K-State basketball. I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about. I don't. I just hope uh, K-State makes a run in basketball, just gets hot, and just yep. win some big 12 conference games because we're, we're going to need those to even get a shot at the tournament. So. Yeah. We're going to need to win a lot of games from here on out. Um, and then last Sunday, um, dating back to our last podcast, we talked about the Chiefs and the Broncos. I know Eric is probably pretty disappointed in the Broncos' performance, as as am I. It was a pretty sad offensive day for Denver. Um, a lot of three and outs, a lot of punting, not moving the ball. Chiefs Your defense played good. Defense played pretty good, yeah. Uh, Chiefs played very average. <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs defense has turned it up. I'll the give Ch- it to them. They have played their butts off the last three games. Oh, they were saying uh, uh, they they mentioned Steve Spagnola the first couple of games they're giving a bunch of points and the last few games they've only given up like twelve points to fourteen points a game or something like that. Yeah, less than that. That's so insane. Hats off to the Chiefs. I, I mean, I'm sure you're pretty happy about that. <laughs> yeah, dirty, dirty Dan Sorensen. We, I mean, most of the time, I mean, he's off and on, but he always saves us. He always seems to save us with that interception so but everybody was everybody was getting on his case early in the season and yeah uh, had a big game against denver had an interception with a yeah yeah the huge pick six that's right i forgot about that where a year yeah. stepped in the end zone um i saw i saw a quoted tweet with that gif of him walking in the end zone it was like speed 2017 speed mikailu uh scoring a game oh yeah traveling against. yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> feel salty about that yeah uh what was the final score of the football game? 22 to 9. 22 to 9. So the under hit. I hear uh, Eric lost about 50 bucks to Hagen or I mean, Brick. Josh. Josh, whoever it was. Yeah. They bet. <laughs> I remember them shaking on it. I don't know if they ever. Yeah. So regardless, Eric owes Josh 50 bucks. So <laughs> yeah. Eric, pay up. Pay your debts. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
that's about all I got. How's the uh, how's the old fantasy team doing? Did you make playoffs? No, <laughs> make, I didn't make anything <laughs> in any of leagues. No, you missed the playoffs and didn't you have three leagues or something? Two leagues, two. Yeah, well, we'll have to get you into our, our league next year. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Our group message is pretty hilarious. They were the, the trade deadline came and went, and they were all pissed off because we all vetoed a trade. <laughs> wow, they're like, What's the point of trading if you guys are just gonna veto it? And just like. I mean, we can vote on it next year and change the rules, but uh, yeah. nobody seemed to want to be involved at the beginning of the season until it mattered. So, <laughs> but okay, that's other sports. We'll move into our final segment um, blanket and quilt news. Um, and these are a couple that I just picked out. I don't know if you had any. I did not. But, uh, in the MLB, uh, this is uh, by James Wagner. I think this is um, uh, what uh, – well, I can't remember the website that's posted on, but uh, this is December 4th, 2021. So this was five days ago uh, about the MLB lockout. Um, at 11.59 Eastern on Wednesday, the document that governs baseball, the five-year collective bargaining agreement between the owners of 30 Major League Baseball clubs and the, player, the players expired. Two minutes later, MLB, Rob, MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred announced that the league had enacted a, a lockout, which brought the sport to a halt. Teams are not allowed to talk to players or make Major League signings or swing trades. The ninth lockout in MLB history or sorry ninth work stoppage in MLB history fourth lockout so that's going on in major league baseball another lockout Um, eh? wow um so there was the MLB lockout this year I guess um when was the NFL lockout Ooh, wasn't that like 2014 no 2011 it was 2011 because wasn't it the year it was 2011. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. I feel like we were in middle school when that happened. Yeah, it lasted for like, lasted until like March to like July. Of yeah. 2011. And they and they still they still got their season in. Now yeah. the NBA lockout that happened in I think 2012 or 2013. It was when the Miami Heat won their first championship or second championship. I can't remember. But uh, that that season, I think, got cut to 56 games when they normally play 80, uh, 82. Um, so, uh, and then the NHL last locked out in 05, I believe. And I don't think they played a, a finals that year for the NHL. So, um, some big news coming out of the MLB. And then our last story uh, a couple of days ago on Tuesday – was uh, the 80th anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attacks. Um, and I, I know I, I know you are a big advocate for the military and veterans, um, and, I, and this was a big, big deal in American history. So the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor attack, the Japanese attacks in Hawaii. Um, I don't know. You got something to say about that? <laughs> no, it's just it's just kind of getting sad because a lot of World War II, the World War II generation is close to dying out. I mean, they're yeah. I mean the youngest are getting up to 97, 98, and mm-hmm. just I guess 
time keeps moving on and something's got to uh, chapters got to close eventually but no it's uh 80 years that's, that's just insane mm-hmm. so what about you it's, do you have anything to touch on it no it's just uh i don't know if you want to i would definitely say if you have time take some time to go learn about it it's a it's a pretty big deal in american history for sure um it, it did enter the united states into world war ii um united states was trying to remain uh, neutral neutral so, at that time and this is what brought America into the into the war. So um, if you if you do have a relative, an aunt, uncle, a grandparent and that is still alive, that was a World War II vet or somebody that was of that era, maybe a kid during that area, definitely ask them about it um, because it, it'll change your perspective on a lot of things for sure. Because, you know, we you know, the biggest issue we've had to deal with and I don't want to get <laughs> too sentimental or, or or into it but biggest issue we've had in our generation is probably the pandemic i mean we've had it easy i mean know. and then we were we were only three or four when 9-11 happened exactly I mean, so oh. like you said 9-11 and the pandemic sorry forgot about so, like you said we were only three or four so of course we never experienced it um but you know we have iphones every every piece of information is at our fingertips um we have every single person that I know has a car. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of information that that we don't even need to know that we can look up at the fing- at touch of a finger. So, um, anyway, uh, definitely learn your history, kids. That's my lesson here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's my favorite was... my favorite subject. So, yep. uh... hey, all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station. Even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. Do you uh do you want to touch base before we wrap this up? Uh, what happened with me and you at the uh, old bar, McPherson? Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I skipped over that, didn't I? Yeah, I skipped. I skipped over that. Um, yeah, let's let's finish up with that. I actually have had a string of some terrible luck lately. So we, me and Matt, are in McPherson, and it's it's the day before Thanksgiving. And, um, so I go pick up Matt, we go to the bar and we're sitting there having a good time. And, you know, midnight rolls around 1230 and say, all right, let's, let's go ahead and get out of here. Go to my car. Well, it's first on. of all, first of all, I couldn't find my keys and I go, crap, did they fall in my pocket at the booth or something? Um, so we go out to the car and I'm like, oh, I hope I didn't lock them in my car. Sure enough, they're locked in the car and the car is still turned on. <laughs> and so we think it's Jeff like stole my keys or something. Turn on your like, car. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, oh good, Jeff's got my keys. He's in my car. Go up to the car. Nobody's in the car. Turn it's try locked. To, try to open the doors. It's all locked. So then me and Matt are standing in like 10 degree. Oh, it wasn't that cold, but it felt really cold that night. And and uh, I'm sitting there on the phone trying to call the auto auto body shop and 
And of course, 30 minutes later, the guy comes and can't get the door unlocked, can't get the door unlocked. And Matt goes, well, just roll down the window. The car is on. He goes, wait, the car is on? I go, yeah, it's been on for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, I just used it. You know, yep. Rolled it down real quick and like, all right, we're in. That that cost me fifty dollars. Um, and then uh, when I get back to Springfield, uh, my water heater's broken, my sink is leaking, my dishwasher is leaking. I'm having to shower at the office every morning because I'm just not gonna shower in freezing cold water right now. Yeah. So I've been having to do that. Wake up a little earlier, get to work, and take a shower there. And then uh, this past weekend. I decide to park in my friend's parking garage, which I thought was like guest parking, free parking. There wasn't anybody there. And, you know, go out, have a fair amount of drinks, ended up crashing on my friend's couch, wake up at six o'clock in the morning, go to the parking garage. Car is gone. (laughs) (laughs) The car is gone. I'm still, (laughs) I'm still a little feeling it from the night before. And I'm just like, well, now what do I do? Because I couldn't, I didn't think I could get back into his building. It was locked up. And I had, my, luckily, my phone was 100% charged and they had signs posted of where the towing company was. So I called the towing company. Nobody was answering. Nobody was answering. So then I ca- ordered an Uber to the towing place, which was like probably 12 miles from my house. <laughs> get there and the place isn't even open. So then I was like, crap. So now I had an Uber back to my house, spend $50 on that Uber. And then I didn't have a car. The place opened up at like 1130 or something. So I said, well, I guess I'll just bike there. Totally underestimated the bike ride. <laughs> I, was, I ended up was riding my bike for about, about an hour. And yeah. it, was, it was terrible. I was riding on main roads. People were honking at me and I was, <laughs> I was going uphill and my legs were dying and finally get cold. There. That luckily it was like 60 degrees that day, so it wasn't bad. Um, and then finally get there and I go, All right, it's $150, right? And he goes, No, nah, it's $200 because you left it here overnight. I'm like, What are you talking about? You towed it overnight. Yeah. <laughs> you guys literally took it five hours ago. <laughs> um, so then I just said, Screw it, paid the $200, drove home, and, and yeah. And then I thought I lost my wallet that night. <laughs> So, you and vehicles, man. The last couple weeks, I don't, and that's not even the first time I've locked my keys in my car. Or, oh man, I had my, I had to get my tire fixed the other day because I had a hole in it. A lot of just, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of, I guess put it this way, uh, could have been worse situations. <laughs> yeah, could have been worse. Probably the best uh, perspective to look at those kind of situations. Like your car got towed, but. Uh, you know, could have gotten a DUI or something, or you know, something stupid. Yeah, two hundred dollars like is way better than two thousand. Yeah, so. exactly. So, <laughs> for those who of you who do go out, um, you know, don't drink and drive regardless. If you've been drinking and you know your car is parked in the wrong spot, have somebody else move it or just wait for it to get towed. It's not a good idea to, <laughs> especially in a big yeah, town. Especially in a big town, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's our public service announcement. <laughs> And yeah. if you have a, a gambling problem, please contact Matt. <laughs> yeah, contact me. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go and wrap this up. Um, I don't have any final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts? No, uh, 
this week, this show might be relatively boring compared to next week because we're going to have three guests on next week. Uh, reoccurring guest Brick will be on. He's been on about three times. Uh, Eric will be on a second time. Then Josh, he's been on a couple times. So uh, it should be get pretty rowdy. So uh, oh, it's gonna, turn, it's, tune in next week. It's going to be a fun pod for sure. Yeah. Uh, we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to brainstorm a couple of things, but I think it'll be a good time and it'll be fun for everybody to hear other voices other than our own and uh, yeah. have some fresh thoughts because sometimes I run on fumes when I'm talking. So <laughs> yeah, me too. But uh, so. anyway, this has been another edition of the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And have a great Friday morning. Yeah, it's Christmas. the weekend, Woo. baby. Woo. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.